Welcome everyone to the Night Drives Podcast. I'm your driver, Cody, and joining me in Shotgun is Jacob, the best passenger you could want. Join us as we cruise underneath the moonlight and discuss the intricacies of everyday life. So shut the door, fasten your seatbelt, and prepare for tonight's journey. Welcome everyone to episode two of the Night Drives podcast. I'm your host, Cody. Joining me is, as always, my wonderful co-host, Jacob. Jacob, how are your feet feeling? They're freaking numb. Explain that to me. My piggies are cold. <laughs> Why are the piggies cold? <laughs> They've been left outside, Farmer John. <laughs> I don't uh, know how... <laughs> some dummy hit a gas line. I can't remember where, to be honest. But hey, I, I thought I apologized for that already. You didn't. Why didn't you call before you dig? Don't you know the infomercials? Eh, I dialed the wrong number. Oh, I hit 911. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now there's a gas leak somewhere in the state, and uh, it's affecting my city and like four to five others. So and what is, your, what is your specific address? <laughs> it is what's the what's the big russian building <laughs> oh the uh the kremlin yeah what's that i live there uh, just do the nearest domino's address yeah it's down the street actually yeah i know it's great oh, i have a domino's 30 second walk for me it's amazing it saves me so much money because whenever i get domino's like we just got it within the last week and normally I'm a I'm a delivery person because I don't like to get out of my house. But since Why it's 30, 30 seconds away, because I don't like interacting with people, it saves Do me it, like $15 in delivery. Just pay the poor person. <laughs> yeah, I'll tip he them. He has to make a living too. Okay, speaking about awkward interactions with people, I had to rearrange my schedule uh, for this upcoming week. And so I was talking with one of my bosses and I walked into his office. How many? Oh, I got like 15. It's crazy. And so I walk into his office. And at the same time, we both say, how's it going? And then after that, we both say, good, how are you? Like at the exact same time, we say the exact same words. And we both just <laughs> stare at each other awkwardly for like five seconds before I just start talking. Ugh, I hate I hate talking to people. I really do. Dude, all you got to do when you do that is you go, I said it first. Shut up. You just, <laughs> you're the boss now. Submit to me. Yeah. I'm the authoritarian in this situation. Hmm. Yeah, I, that's why I like my job is because I don't have to talk to anyone. That is or little, little to no people. I could choose not to talk to anybody at my job, but that would not be the best. Well, if yeah. <laughs> you can't make a boat and not talk to anyone. Yeah, you can. The welders I mean, do it all the time. Hey, you need to move to that you need to move to that uh section. The well department, I'm right next to him. Just They're... walk over, start working. Dude, five minutes into the shift and it's already somebody pounding on freaking like 
I don't know, just something. And it's yeah. Ugh. Well, you don't like it? No. Very loud. Very annoying. Very clang, 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 clang. And they're tink, using tink, tink, tink. freaking saw, and it's just. Clang, it's like clang, the it's like the five oh five in the morning. It's the generic uh, like workshop audio file that you find yeah, in like a, in, yeah. it's just like ding 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 clank 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 every morning you just live in a cartoon world apparently yeah then a lot of the the uh, front riggers they have to uh they'll start with like a hole saw and after after their five minute 505 welders symphony they jump into the uh the folk song of the front riggers hole saw without lube straight into an aluminum boat. Oh, what the freak? <laughs> and my station's right in front of the front rig dock, so it's right in my face. Just. Well, you don't like that? No, because they're not metal hole saws. They're wood. They're made for wood. That's a shame. It is a shame. And so it's just constant grinding and loud noise. It's the biggest pain of my life do you have to do you have to wear a what a are you want to make a joke (laughs) (laughs) i just i just blue balled you there i just stopped you with a joke that was the joke you're carrying around carrying around these balls or something you suck i stole that from you do you have to wear like like eye protection or like uh yeah ear protection yeah not ear protection. We should a hundred percent. Yeah. Just eye and uh, well, cut sleeves, gloves, <clears throat> eye gloves. Yeah, I'm sure. And the uh, steel toe. Oh, that sounds fun. Or just hard toe, but you know that's interesting. For my job, I don't have to wear steel toe. Like, obviously, don't wear sandals or whatever. But just tennis shoes are okay. No yeah, no open toe. Yeah, which is weird because we have pretty heavy boxes and pallets and machinery. Don't you just have crates everywhere? Yeah, just pallets of product everywhere with giant forklifts and transporters and eight foot tall. Yeah, just <laughs> oh no, whatever. Jordan fours or whatever they're called. No, you scuffed my white Jordans. <laughs> just, just hamburger. Just run it over. <laughs> not the J- not the steel toe is going to help with getting your foot run over by a forklift, but you know, it could. As You're long right. As they go on the toe part. I'll let you test that. I did. I no longer have a foot. Why do you think it's chilly? <laughs> yeah, I tested it. I didn't say it worked. <laughs> I just tested it. They took me to the bandsaw and cut my foot off. I don't Dude, know why that reminded me of the movie Saw. I need to see the Saw series. They're, I think they're coming out with a new one. I was going to say, didn't they just come out with a new one? Or like um, newer? They, I can't I'm looking yeah, this up. I'm one. looking this up. Like Saw, like it's like Saw Ten. Um, Saw X, oh like yeah, Saw X. It literally was released end of September. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say because I saw some people talking about it. So does that mean it's the tenth movie Saw X? Yeah, it is. Hmm. Huh. Well, I got plenty. Mo- it's like the Fast and the Furious. They just keep making movies. I think horror is a different genre than like let's say action. Because before you can keep adding like different elements, but with like the fast series, it's just kind of like 
they yeah that's not what its roots are like street racing and really nice parts and now it's just we're going to dubai to jump a car that's bulletproof and made of carbon fiber we're going to space yeah exactly anything for family yeah shut up thank you thank you dom (laughs) yeah dude i wonder if vin diesel hates doing that stuff he's just like another one i think was it him or dwayne johnson that didn't want to be in the newest one both. I feel well. Was it both probably, of them? I I know there I was know, some Dwayne Johnson because he doesn't like working with uh, Vin Diesel. I don't think. Oh, okay, because I knew there was some issue there. I think that was it. But Did I mean, Bruce, non-verbal Bruce Willis in there. Oh my! <laughs> he just, just makes a cameo. Kill them all. Yeah, just scared. just kill them off. That's sad. I was li- actually looking up how bad his condition was the other day. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's very sad. It is. Like that's one thing that I am worried about when I get older is like memory issues. Oh. Ugh, I uh, do not want to think about that. I think <clears throat> the scariest thing for me would be that I can't move. Or I think losing my hearing and not quite paralysis but being like yep. my knees just hurt too much. I can't you you have to sit in a chair or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I think it was Emily that I was talking to this about, but if you think about technology now versus 20, 30 years ago, think about it. Think about what it will be 30 years from now. It's the because, same. Yeah. We just plateaued. We're done. <laughs> well, if you think, of- <laughs> yeah, this is it. I hope you guys enjoy yeah, if you think about things like um, like knee replacements and, and how the technology now is way better than when they first were invented, just think about, you know, whatever it may be. Wood 20 years from now. <laughs> you go back to wood. Plastics. Oh, started to plant roots. <laughs> Micro, yeah. <laughs> Have a tree grow out of your knee. It's like eating watermelon seeds. Oh, I was going to make a joke and I can't say it. Uh, You can. Nope. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> next topic. Oh, oh, I think I might know where you're going with that. <laughs> we're done. Maybe. We're done. We're done. I was no, I was thinking about movies and Bruce Willis and how everybody's like Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I was I, about to say that. I've seen it once and I never I what's so Christmassy about it? Is it just it's set around I think Christmas? it's cuz it takes yeah, it's either Christmas Eve or Christmas is when it takes place. Oh, I've never I've I've watched it once. It was on the background while I laid on the couch browsing my phone. <laughs> so you, that, never, you never watched it. You know. <laughs> hey, I watched it. I just watched um the oh what was the movie? The Punisher? No, no, no. It was. I'm looking it up. I got it. It has uh. Past eighteen. It yeah the Punisher with um, whatever his name Andrew is. Burke. John Travolta. What? Yeah. Quote unquote watched, aka I put it on in the background. I'm like one of those kids that just has to have constant stimulation, like three screens on at once. iPad kid. I am an iPad kid. Yeah, seriously. You were iPod kids, dude. Yeah. Seriously. I can't I can't watch a YouTube video or something without some food or I can't eat food without a YouTube video on. Or some some video. That's just how I am. Like if I need to watching philosophy. I guess when I say I need it, 
I prefer it. Obviously, I can sit at a table and eat. But if I'd have the choice, I would have a phone. I like doing that with movies. Have you seen all the memes where it's like making a three-hour meal to eat it all in 10 minutes? True. Yeah. Because I do that. Uh, I, I hate how long some food takes to make. Be, but it's it's like a weird paradox because you want to eat fast, but the food that is quick to make is not healthy. But like longer food takes a long time and it sucks, but it's usually healthier stuff. It yeah. sucks. Like I can I can heat up a hot pocket and you know enjoy that delicate item. And well, it's not the best for you, but you know. It's not the best. Well, you can still, like, I have a big bag of spinach in the fridge, and I'm probably just going to cook it down and throw it with some eggs. And then hey, that's good, too. Make maybe, like, an omelet or something. But, Ooh, that's so yummy. It My... doesn't take too long. It's just... Yeah. To, it's it's so interesting to me how creative cooking is. Like, you can just throw stuff together and make a meal. But then when you're, like, following a recipe, you're like, I don't get it. I know, yeah. We We have... We use our Instapot a lot, and so there's a recipe we like. It's just a gumbo-styled whatever. What is that? It's the pressure cooker. Like a crock like, pot? It's like a crock pot, but you, it has a sealed lid, and it pressure cooks your food. So you can make a bunch of stuff in it. I've so, never heard of an Instapot. Have you really? Pot. Think of a crock pot like that size. But with a lid that seals in your food and it pressure cooks it. It's pretty cool. Anyways, we made a, a gumbo in it. It's one of our go-to recipes. And it's one of those recipes where you can just throw whatever you want in it. It has like carrots, um, yeah. okra, bell peppers, chicken. You can just throw whatever you want. Dude, it's gumbo. Gumbo. I know that's not exactly what gumbo is. It's, it's a crock pot recipe. Says you. Hey, you're right. Well, I, for this is a total 180 change of topics. Mm-hmm. I just played the new Modern Warfare 3 Zombies mode right before we started this podcast. Oh, how is it? I enjoy it. I know it's going to get a lot of hate because it's an open world map, like Outbreak. It's not a round-based map. Yeah. And some people are staunchly against non-round-based maps. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I enjoy any sort of zombies content. That's just who I am. Hmm. You got a problem? Sounds like you have some uh, hesitancy there. I do. Oh. It has to be round-based. Says who? The original creator. Says, <laughs> says Rick Toffin, dude. He called who, uh, me up. Who's the big main man again? Who was the... Uh, for what? For, uh, he was in Activision, but it was like zombies. I don't oh, um... Vondel. Jason Blundell. Yeah, Vondell. Vondell. Blundell, yeah. I, want, I, I wonder if he's coming back for the new Treyarch zombies. Maybe. I felt like I heard a rumor. Is he a Treyarch coordinator instead? Or was he Activision? 
He was Treyarch specifically. He was the head zombies developer. Mm. Did so, he? yes, Did he I think at the end of, I think at the end of Black Ops Four he left. So he wasn't a part of Cold War, but I felt like I heard a rumor saying that he might come back, or he is back. To- could be totally wrong. Who knows? I'm intrigued to see what they do. I was surprised that they threw zombies in Modern Warfare 3. I'm ready for a new Black yeah. Ops game. That'll be next year. So the new Call of Duty just came out yesterday, like last night. And... So Treyarch did develop the zombies mode. Next year, 2024, that's Treyarch's Call of Duty. And I, once again, I've, I'm saying another potentially, uh, a potential thing, but I think that has round base zombies. So that's what I'm, want. I'm happy for this year. I'm very excited for next year. And I continue to play other zombies as well. You shouldn't. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get over it. Honestly, I go to my meetings, but... I wish you would just be better. Better at what? Life? Playing the drums, dude. The drums? The drums, like Christian Bale. <laughs> what? Chad Man himself. Giga... Oh, you mean Will Ferrell? The drummer for Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, my bad. Flea, the guitarist for Tool. Okay, buddy. Buddy. I don't know why. What? I was just going to say, Josh, put up uh, a different Avenged Sevenfold flag up uh, up in the basement. Did he? Yeah. It's not like the ones that I got you guys. I I need to get some hooks because I have a perfect spot to put the flag right on my... This one's like what a giant canvas. Let me send a picture of it to you. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to hang up my flag right on my closet door right next to my setup and it's the perfect spot. I just need to buy some of those cheapo like uh, sticker hooks. All right, let's see what this is. What the? F- Wait. It's giant, dude. Oh, there it is. Whoa. <laughs> it like takes up almost the whole wall. Yeah, that's a that's a decent sized flag. Is that the same size that no, we I, got? No, I got you guys was smaller. Okay, so I thought. But that one's meant for like an actual flag pole. Yeah, it's got the golden uh, rings on it. Quite impressive. Quite impressive. That subtle coloring. It's called bone, with the font called Cillian Rail. People consider that one of the best movies ever made. Or the best movie. I'm curious what your take on that is. Uh, I don't know if I would say it's the best. It's definitely one of my favorites. Um, Respectable. But not. I don't think it's for like the romanticized version of, oh my god, it's serial killer Giga Chad. It's just kind of like... Yeah. That's me, that's me. Yeah, his character concept is really cool. I like that he goes into this, like, he starts off simple, it builds up, and then he's, you know, at the peak, and he's killing yeah. everybody, and then he just breaks down. And then he right. realizes it, it was yeah. all nothing. It was all nothing. Well, I don't know, there's Maybe. always this speculation of, like, 
was it real or was it not real? We yes, yes. Or was some of it real, some of it not? And it's one of those yeah. movies where every frame, every line is a meme. Yeah. Those are, it's, you know, it's just one of those movies. You know what other movie also did that really, really well? What, the meme part or the, is it real or not? Both. Inception? Joker. Oh. How half of the movie we believed him to like, most of the movie, you know, he had like a, a nice little life going for him and. Yep. Yep. And all of a sudden it's not real. Yeah. Just all of a sudden it just spirals into madness. It, do you think the turning point in that movie is when he kills those, um, not lawyers, the uh, like the bank people or the stock people? Do you think that's the turning point in that movie? Well, uh, he kills Joker. the people on the yeah on the on the metro. Those were a bunch of those were gangs. They weren't stock people. Really? I yeah, they really? were like ruffians. Yeah, I could have sworn they were like, they were like bank people or like stocks. Yeah, they were the people who took his sign and like smashed him with it he's like there is that mm. clown again and he has the gun and he kills him and he shoots him because that's when he gets fired interesting okay i'm just i'm looking it up or wait are you talking about joker is it wall street man? wall street man i was right in joker yeah what yes i, I remember that i well, i'm sure you're right. I'm right. They were just un literally unnamed Wall Street man. That's what they're called. They probably just messed with him and broke his crap, and then he shot him. Yeah, it was the dude on the subway. Because that, cause yeah. after the sign broke, he went to the hospital. Yeah. Well, technically, he got a gun, and then he went to his next job. Then the gun fell out. Oh, that's right. Fired, yes. And then he, when he was going home, then those guys were on the train. And they're like, hey, aren't you that? Are you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him up and he takes his gun out and shoots him. Okay, so it was like 10 minutes, like, yeah, where it. he gets fired, where he shoots the people. And then what, what was the third part? Is that when he kills his mom? I feel like that was also a really big point, like shift mentally for him. I thought he suffocated her in the hospital. Oh, in the ho yeah, in the hospital. I was thinking of the uh, apartment oh, scenes. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Where he has to, like, wash her. Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. When's the second movie coming out? Isn't that supposed to have Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn? Uh, I know she's in it. I don't know if it's Harley Quinn. Once again, I'm looking up. I can't remember. Um. Yeah, Harley Quinn. <laughs> it says. Isn't there supposed to be a standalone movie for her as well? I don't know. This says the release date is October 4th of next year. That makes sense. Okay. I don't know, but to me, I, I like movies that do that, that kind of sudden, I wouldn't say big plot twist movies, but like ones that At really reel you in. Like Nocturnal Animals with uh, Jake. I've heard his name say so Jake, many times, but I just, Jake I just Gyllenhaal? Say, call him Gyllenhaal. Oh, who's the I'm, other actor in that movie? Nocturnal Animals, Amy Adams. Yes. Yeah, she's really good in that movie. But where it's like two worlds colliding. Yep. But like they mesh. Because have you seen? Did we watch Nocturnal Animals together? No. Oh, did you watch it at all? I've seen snippets of it. I knew. I knew that Jake was in it. So basically, <clears throat> to summarize, 
it's uh oh how do i explain it it's an author jake gyllenhaal and amy adams they were like college students together and jake is trying to be an author and okay basically he sends a book his finished work he sends a book to amy who isn't they're not basically they used to date and they were like serious anyways they in the beginning of the movie it shows you that they don't they're not together so yeah he sends her a book and she's reading it and it like takes you into this whole other world where jake is the uh uh he's the main character in the book like it he's portraying the main character but he's his own character outside of the book yep right so it, it's really cool it takes you through this whole journey and the whole time i don't remember amy's character's name but amy is reading it throughout a couple of days or weeks or whatever right and things are happening outside of the world that are impacting it because she's reading the book like it's not supernatural or anything it's just like it's changing how she thinks yeah and so she did at the end she decides to email him and uh they decide to meet up at the end but i won't spoil it for you if you want to watch it it's really good like it's really it's graphic it's really good it's tense good think of no uh, country for old men but like different like modern no not even modern like the gritty desert style okay of like for some reason everything feels desolate yeah and okay like, there's just like in no you know no country for old men they're on the border right they're on a border town yep it's just like icky and just like, like yeah desolate like barren yellow, yellow for some reason yeah that's good yeah I... that's how nocturnal animals feels like, okay in most of the film because then the other part is like cold industrial yeah it's really it's a really cool mixture but yeah i really like, like I, I like those types of movies that reel you in and then at the end there's like a crazy plot twist i like those movies i also really really like crazy beautiful i don't know what the right word like cinematography cinematic um, cinematic yeah that's the word i think well i almost said a different word that wouldn't have made any sense at all so cinema by skrillex yeah i was thinking interstellar and blade runner are two really good examples just the visuals are just cinematic like, and aesthetic yes just beautiful looking films so almost contemporary yeah if that's ah, the right word it's just i love i love those types of films where like the vision like obviously the visuals tell a story but those movies i feel they take it to another level and it just I really just brings you in i think they did that uh really well with not the new star wars movies per se not like the force awakens and whatnot but i think it was rogue one or solo one of the yeah. two i don't but there's this very beautiful scene. It's like in Blade Runner 2049. I don't know if you remember, but it's the scene where uh, Angel, the re uh, Jared Leto's replicant assistant, yep. comes and stabs the police chief, and it's silent. Oh, and just yeah. And she just stabs her, and she falls, and she's dead. Anyways. In, in her office, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, like dark. it's black outside, but you yes. see like the cold light from inside. It's nice. Anyways, I love that scene, but in... It's, I cannot remember. I think it's Rogue One, but I could. I was going to say, I think it's Rogue One because I I haven't seen Solo, but what you're describing sounds familiar. Basically, 
they evacuate everybody on this like cruiser that is supposed to be transporting people away. I can't remember. It's been a while. But basically, her ship is like a sitting duck and she's like face to face with this one enemy ship. I can't remember. But she's the only one on the ship and she sacrifices herself. Oh, I know what you're This is warp drive and like maybe not warp drive. Goes light speed right through the ship, and it this this is um it's not Rogue One it's uh it's the it's the second to last movie episode eight oh I can't remember Rise of Skywalker Last Jedi is it yeah but it's just so it's cold it's desolate it's quiet yeah and then oh I know exactly which that's a great that's like the only good part of that movie (laughs) just like Oppenheimer yes right when the bomb goes off silent you're left with nothing and then boom yeah yep. the last jedi that's it oh dude i love movies like that i know ah, it's that's why i like war movies a lot because like let's say yes by like howitzer shells and everything's like ringing or quiet and it's just desolate around you and just yeah i just watched saving private ryan and that's a really good just depiction in general mm-hmm. of war um that makes me think about like how movies will be in the future with like AI, not AI, um, like VR. Just think imagine. Of dome. Think of the dome in Las Vegas. Yeah, maybe. imagine being able to be like be in that movie, mm-hmm. like sort like three sixty sound, just maybe the smells, the feeling, the temperature. Imagine being able to sit in a chair in Oppenheimer <laughs> with the bomb Blow going up. off. <laughs> yeah, they strap the nuke to your chest. Heat's hotter than the sun. Just <sighs> <hitting> you. <sighs> Whoosh. My skin. Oh, that's so with crazy. Radiation. Yeah. Wow, uh, this thirteen D movie. Thinking of uh of that, like I just thought of the scenario of like let's say it is the dome in Vegas, right? Yeah. And let's say you have to wear a headset to and and they'll like play a movie or something and it'll have like um it'll have cues like clear cues on the bottom of your headset or something in your viewfinder Mm -hmm. of like it'll be like arrows pointing to the left and you have to look to your left and that's where the movie progresses like that'd be good for a movie like yeah somewhere and then it starts it's like a small flashing arrow that like shows you to look the alien like the monster's right there yeah, and then it oh, that's you, right. That'd be a good immersive experience. I thought of you, that. Yeah, my the creature I had in my mind was alien, like seeing a xenomorph right in front of you. I'd be that'd terrified. be crazy. Are you thinking of those movies where you can kind of pick the progress on like which path you go, or is it like a set? Like, oh, you that, have to turn left. Like, I yeah, it would just kind of be like that's just the progression of the movie. Oh, like, okay. Not like a choose-your-own-adventure movie where they're like, "Whoa, this is what we want to be like." No, the the character's looking that way. No, you have to look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! And what's crazy is, like, going back to technology, like we talked about, like medicine. But I don't feel like this is too far away in terms of like technology. I feel like we're closer to this than we realize. I think. I don't, this sound, this is going to sound not the best, but I think older generations Uh are going to have to go before any of that stuff progresses. Oh, I, you know what? I, I know what you mean by that. And I don't think you mean killing them. No, 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 no. (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> I'm so glad that you brought that up because this was actually a topic I wanted to to bring up with you. I I'm going to <laughs> yes. I almost yeah get rid of them all. I I'll rant. This is my 20 second rant. I'm counting for a, yeah. Start the timer. When it comes to older generations, I truly don't understand how they have not yet or they choose not to adapt to technology, specifically like phones and computers. I really don't get it because old people, I'm talking like 60, 70 plus, they're like, oh, I can't use a phone. Oh, how? what's a browser on a computer? It's like, okay, grandpa, a computer has been out longer than I have been alive. How have you not taken time or had any sort of interaction with a computer like what are you doing well if you think about it let's let's take the time frame that they grew up right like yeah internet and everything else like that was all new in the 90s like sure you had computers but they were all simple calculating machines right yes so all of a sudden all these new fancy things like let's say like i view it how i view social media like I don't like social media. I think it, I don't want to say it's corrupt, but it's corrupt. That very much can be, yes. And, and so I think for older generations, it's almost like a, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And I understand it's a, it's like a two part thing. I can understand where they, where they come from when they say that because it's like, oh, I'm old. I don't need to adjust to this because it hasn't been a big part of my life. And, you know, I'll die soon, so I don't really need to know it. But at the same time, the, like take the first iPhone that came out 2007, I think. Like it's been 15, 16 years. So I feel like the sheer amount of time in itself, they should have had some amount of interaction to the point where they have basic understanding. I'm not asking them to know every detail like me, but just enough to where they're not stereotyped like they are. I. Yeah, I remember specifically, like, you know, Gramps, he does all of his stock stuff on his computer, right? Yeah. But I remember specifically, he wanted to go out one day, and he took me with him, and we went to the library, and he checked up on the paper, the backed up paper stocks. Like, yep. they wrote, like, they have it printed out and whatnot, and he checked those instead. And it, like, oh, what was the point? I was trying to make. Um, I think it's more of an option to them versus like a necessity. Tech, well, not even a necessity, just being like, well, this is the way things are happen. Like sooner or later, everything will convert. So I think it's an option that they're like, well, no, I don't want to. Yeah. And I guess also to clarify my point, like let's say reading the newspaper, there's of yeah. course the physical aspect of reading a newspaper. Or you can go online and online and read articles. I I feel like you can learn how to do something just so you know, but you don't have to use it. Like you can keep reading your physical newspaper, you can keep driving your automatic car, but it's important to know how to drive a manual. It's important to know how to do this just in case. We're not yeah, we're not asking them to convert completely or change what they're doing, but at least have some basic knowledge. Well, I think a lot of them have already settled down into their rituals and lifestyles. That's true. Like I, I don't I don't expect like 
think of where Gramps lives, right? He lives out in the boonies. Yeah. So he has no use for some high-speed internet. But, like, take somebody who lives in a studio apartment in New York, and they're trying to do their job, and they have garbage internet, and they're like, I need this. Yeah. I, need, I have to have this. Or else I can't. I cannot live. Like, Gramps, he's already done. He's lived. He's not dead. Yep. Thank goodness. But it's but not he like... Doesn't, he, he, has nothing, he doesn't have to work. He's fine. Yes, he's yes. Or, like, take all the people who are, like, five years away from retiring, right? I think those people, they might see it as, I have an opportunity later after I'm done working. Or they'll just think, I already have my plan set. I'm not, you know... I'm I'm not changing it for you. Yeah, exactly. Like, take grandma as an example. Like, she, she got my... I think she got my mom's or Alice's old phone, right? And she's been willing to use it. She's been learning about it, but I think that's just different. I don't. I think it's also dependent on the person. Like, yeah, tons of people in their seventies who are like, "Man, I love this new Samsung Galaxy S twenty three Ultra, Ultra Pro Max." Yeah, exactly. But then there are also people who are like, "I like my jitterbug just fine." Yeah, I like. uh, I like using my Messenger Hawk. Yeah, exactly. My smoke signal. my, My Firefox. And just a disclaimer, I don't like I don't like hating on old people. I, I just I you know. Maybe it's just my twenty three year old brain that thinks this way because I grew up with part of my life with the phone and whatnot and Which is whatever. crazy. I I didn't. I grew up I got my first phone when I was in like I don't know, June like sophomore year. Yeah, same. I think it was like freshman years when i got my first real smartphone and it was just yeah. this tiny samsung phone mm, i had i one of my first phones was it was when cooper went into the military he was like i'll buy you a phone it's cool because he Sweet. didn't have a wife he didn't have anything he was like i got all this money you can be on my stuff yeah i still am on some of it which i'm thankful for uh shout out to cooper yeah thanks thanks cooper, thanks, cooper. pay for my bill yeah no, which I'm not anymore, obviously. But, um, like, I don't know. My first phone was like the Razor phone because I was more into the technology. Yeah, like, like, yeah, the Razor phone was awesome, right? Dude, I didn't have so iPhone, cool. But like, that's kind of that can be that can go down into like parenting wise of like I don't want my kid to have a phone until and yeah until whatever later in life I'm not gonna. You know, whoever my future spouse is, I don't know. Well, I'm going to stand firm on that because I think it's, I think social media is corrupt again and just, it's so many bad things. Definitely a cesspool where, like, there are definitely cesspool spots of social media. But I think that also, that comes down again to parenting of like, look, yeah. Like, you know, you could have a phone and you could put like strict parental controls on it. Yes. But Agreed. At what, at what point do you become like a, not a helicopter parent per se, but like a controlling uh, parent? Of like, yes. How much do you want to like shield your kids from society? Like this that, is the real world, but. That is the question because if you, sh- if you completely shield your child, obviously you're protecting them in that way. But at the same time, um, just like, uh, like I'll take, your immune system as an example if you shield your like if you hide in your house and you never get sick when you go out 
you're going to get sick because your immune system is crap. But like translating that to parenting, whatnot, you want to expose your child to enough to where they learn, but not enough to where it, you know, quote unquote, corrupts them, whatever that word may be. Mm. Yeah. I just had a thought. I don't know what it was. Oh, yeah. That's what public school is for. That puts, well, I don't even want to send my kid to public school anymore. I, I, I we're we're homeschooling our kids. Yeah. I would rather and, have a tutor. I'm I hate school, so I don't Yeah. I would I'd be the worst tutor. I'd be like, nah, you don't really need that. Yeah, like oh, don't I worry don't about want, it. I don't want my kid to grow up to be brain dead. Yeah. But like public school with everything they're teaching, granted, you know, people can live their truths. I don't believe those truths necessarily. But whatever they're teaching in schools, I kid, yeah, I don't want my kid to learn that stuff. Free country. I'd yeah. sooner move out of the country and have my kid schooled in like Europe. Oof. You're right. And then they'll get bullied and called a something. I don't know. That's right. Yeah, that's one big reason why we don't want to home or that's one reason we do want to homeschool. That and also just the amount of time you're in school is such a waste compared to what you learn and what you need to learn because when it comes to homeschooling and the amount that you have to teach them, you only need to spend a couple hours a day and you're still able to teach as much as you teach in public school. Yeah. So it's... Well, and look at all the subjects that are not necessary. Like... I know. Like, why do I need 13,000 English classes? Mm-hmm. I speak that language. I'm I'm okay. Yeah, no, yeah, let's say you go to a mechanic shop and they're like, "All right, tell me, what kind of noun is this in the customer's complaint?" What yeah. Kind of, is this an adject verb? Yeah. Is this, this a homonym? You can get fired. It's like, "Oh my, yeah. Actually, that's an adverb." I'm sorry. And they go, "I don't is know it, what that is. Get out." Is it in the box? On uh, the box? It's like, who cares? Like, what? But then they don't teach us, like, important things. Like, I'm not trying to, like, uh, I, no, that's a hot take. I don't want to say that. Okay. Uh, I'm, I don't <laughs> want to get canceled. No. For the non-existent social life that I have. Yeah. No, but, like, the things they teach in school, I'd rather learn about. Again, and I know a lot of my peers when I went to school, we were also like this. We were like, we want to learn how to do taxes. We want to learn how to do all this stuff. Like we had an economy class, like an economics class. Yeah. But I didn't so did we. That. It taught us about like revenue for a business that we don't yes, have. Yes. Yes. Like, that, that was how that. ours was I too. I want to know how to do my taxes because I'm 18 and now I have to start paying taxes. Like, hey, here's how you do taxes. Here's how you sign up for the military. And it's... Okay. And... Here's how to budget. That would be the best yeah, thing to teach. Here's how you budget. And I know, I feel like th this is already a class. I can't remember the name, but it's where you learn basic things. Like here's how you sew on a button. Here's how you do. Oh, that just, was like home ec. Yeah, home ec. That's it. And I, I don't know why that was in middle school. Do like a, a high school version. Like, he, yeah. hey, here's basic stuff you'll need to know. Here's how you drive a manual. Like all this basic stuff that people are like, oh, you should already know how to do that. It's like, yeah, here's a class about it so you're not screwed in the real world. Yeah, I lost a button on my work jacket and I don't, I forgot how, like I don't remember how to sew. I could have done it back in middle school, but I don't remember now. Yeah. 
And she's like, oh yeah, YouTube videos. It's like, yeah, but if that's the case, why don't I just watch YouTube for all of school? So it's like, yeah, let's yeah. have an actual class. Yeah. So it's like and useful spend, stuff. You spend $5,000 to go to community college for them to say the same thing. I know. Seriously, my math classes and my English classes in college have basically taught me the same stuff in high school plus like one more unit's worth of whatever. English class, it's like, hey, read this, write a paper on it. Here's the topic, write a paper on it. It's like, cool, I've been doing this for 15 years. When, like, what else is there? Yeah. Like, I'm not an English major. I don't need to be doing all this. I don't care about Shakespeare anymore. Yeah. Shakespeare might not have even been a real person. Shakespeare was a woman and she was black. Probably, honestly. According or she to was... today's belief. <laughs> yeah. Who was also gay. Just to throw hey, that out there. Can't forget. Can't forget. Well, and to go along with that, like, the I wanted to go into IT, right? I tried to yep. do something anyways. So I took college classes here. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty, you know, I'm I'm pretty confident I can probably do it. You know, I took high school classes. The level was so vastly, it was like just cosmically different. It was so mind-bogglingly compare and contrast of I couldn't even, I had to quit that class because I couldn't do a single thing. Because yeah. the levels in what my high school teacher who taught me nothing because I was not allowed to do what I wanted like in the sense of I couldn't do my own projects despite that's what the whole class was about was yep. figuring out the projects you want to do program it do what you would like and then I'll grade you on that and see how well you did well she came from a corporate background so she didn't know how to teach she said oh, figure yippee. it out on your own which if I had questions she'd be like I don't have time for that and then leave and then I would be stuck there I'd have to I'd have to uh, lean on my other classmates who had their own projects. But then again, I figured it out on my own. I did all of my own stuff, right? Taking this college course, I couldn't understand a single word they were saying. They were like, how do you get out of this server lockout based on just starting up the computer when it gives you this blue screen? And you're like, and everybody what? was like, well, first you have to do this. And I was like, I don't even, what is that? Buy you're a like, computer, it's broken. Like, How did you jump from step one to step two? Yeah. Like, what the heck? And they were like, all right, the first day of class, which I missed because I was, I think I was on vacation. Just whatever, yeah. yeah. I was in twin or something like that. Anyways, they were like, all right, the first couple of days we were doing to set up our, our PC builds and whatnot. We were like, we had to build our own computer basically. Yeah. Or like pick our spot and set everything up. And nobody was prepared because everything was already taken and they were like, oh, I don't know. I figure it out and i was like all right whatever and then the lesson started and they were like all right the same problem problem that i just said before this that that was like the third yep, day i was yep. there and i was like i don't i can't understand this i don't want to do this was this an in-person class yeah because mm. i never went when covid happened. well yeah it's all it's so it's like i feel like it's two things one is the teachers just assume that you that you never took a break in between high school and college. Like people take years off of schooling just to go back and they're like, oh, you know what you're doing or you're in college. So you must remember everything. It's like, no, I've been out of school for five years. I've kind of yeah. forgotten stuff. 
well, that, that and all, they well, don't check they don't check your like the prerequisites needed for that yes oh yes which is really annoying to me because it's like i don't yep i can't do this why didn't like it said this was an introduction class why is this the introduction of hacking into the cybersecurity? yeah like this is way more than introduction also yeah. i I'm referencing my math class that I dropped out of because I freaking hate math and my teacher was not the best. Um, the teaching methods are sometimes just so off because as we learn in high school, people have different ways of learning, like visually, auditory, you know, whatever. But I feel like some classes are just so set in certain ways that there's no way to, you know, adapt to the ways that other students learn my teacher would just my teacher would just rant for an hour two hours every class and he would just do problems and just i didn't learn anything like such a waste of my time so stuff like that Hmm. another reason why homeschooling is amazing because the teacher can adapt to the needs of the students No, you're wrong. You're right. What do I know? I'm just a 23-year-old. Yeah, you don't know anything, dude. Yeah, I I should just I should sit down. I don't I I need to know my place in society. I can't change anything. Yeah, you wish you could. You're right. I thought this podcast would blow up. I'd be the next Joe Rogan. <laughs> you are. Joe's calling us right now. Oh, hey Joe. You want to be on our podcast? I'm honored. That was actually something I was thinking about earlier this week. Just imagine if we got big enough to where Joe Rogan invited us or just we get invited to other podcasts. I feel like that would take years and his podcast would no longer be a, like... I know. That's that's legitimately what I thought too. I'm like, ah, oh, in a couple of years, like who knows what, what what the podcast scene will be like. That's the scary thing about starting this whole thing is it's very convoluted and very indeed. Which you know, people just do this as like a fun thing to get their thoughts out. But like, be nice to make some real money on this thing. Well, all I I hear all the time people say like, "Oh, another podcast," or like, "Oh man, everyone has a podcast nowadays." And you know, there's more podcasts now than ever, but. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't try or we shouldn't do what we enjoy. That can be said about everything, like mm-hmm. YouTube channels, music, like artists, like art artists, plenty of, plenty of, uh, you can use any example, really. Yeah, that's a scary thing. I was thinking about that. I was talking to my physical therapist about, um... oh, whoops, I didn't go to physical therapy this week. I thought you, Oops. oh, that was something else. You didn't. That was. I'm like, I thought you sent me a Snapchat. That was something else. No, that was my MRI. Yeah. Um, but she was. She's into photography as well. Yep. And uh, I told her. Well, we were just talking, and I think photography is really hard to get in, make money off of. Oh, for sure. Older, I was like, how many sunsets? How many sunrises? How many plants? How many animals? How many yeah, things are people yeah. going to see over and over and over again? It's hard to portray what you see through your lens with your own eyes and you know have other people see that same thing. Like that is 
so extremely difficult. It's the same with music. It's the same with art. It's yep. the same with cooking. It's, you know, it applies to almost everything. I feel like photography especially is really hard to get into. Yeah. Because one, the amount of people, but two, yeah, like you said, how much, how many times can you photograph the Grand Canyon, uh, the, you know, Statue of Liberty? Like how many times can someone, you know, yeah, take yeah. a picture of that without it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have a picture of the Snake River Canyon, right? Yeah. Right next to the Prime Brit. It looks really nice. It's it's the whole view. It's a layout. And uh, one of my friends wants me to submit it. To, to what? Which I was like, oh, maybe. And I was like, yeah, but it's another canyon shot. Yeah. It's, probably, it's not going to probably get any attention. That's the trick. What can you do or any person do to stand out? In well, photography or is, anything. I don't like editing my pictures because then I feel like that just takes it out. Yeah, you want like raw, just like, yeah, like this is what unedited. I saw. Yeah. Not like, oh, my shadows over here need to be darkened a little to give the contrast of the water. Oh, got to crank the saturation up 200%. Yeah, contrast, brightness, blah, yeah. blah, blah. No. This is what I saw through my lens and this is what. Yeah. Or else I wouldn't have taken the picture. If I knew I, that everything was going to get edited afterwards, then I'd be like, oh, I, might, I could make this with AI. Pretty much. I think a good, I don't, I don't know what would you call it, like photographing people. I feel like that is a True. good exception when it comes to trying to get into photography because, you know, there's 8 billion people. There's plenty of variety. That's true. Well, think of like journalists who do that. And they like, I think it's very interesting. Uh, like, uh, what is it? It's called like photojournalism. Like, okay. think of the fr like frontline war photography. I think it's very impactful. Like, it helped with the, uh, what was it, the Korean or the Vietnam War? Okay. Have changed people's opinions. Like, I don't know. Showing all these war torn places and, or you know different cultures like yep. let's say you find like a secluded like brazilian rainforest tribe i i don't know i think i think portraits are hard to do i think portraits are the hardest thing to do because at that point you might as well start getting into editing yeah because then you're like oh well I don't know. I want to show the wrinkles in her face to show that she's weathered and old, but not, you know. She is knowledgeable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Photogra photography is tough. It's fun, but it's tough. And if you're only limited, like traveling around the world, yeah, you could probably make tons of, well, maybe not tons, but you could make money off of, yep. you know, taking pictures. But like up here, I have the river, I have the bridges, I have the mountain. That's it. Yeah. It's, but then I could get into the culture of it of like people have bonfires in their backyards all the time, cookouts. But like I don't want to do that because I, yeah. Again, then it's just going to be the same old pictures. Oh, this is suburban life in a blue collar town. It's like yeah, but we've already seen that in Indianapolis. It's tricky, especially if like take where you live for example. It's kind of if if I wanted to get into photography or anything kind of related to that it's hard to in a spot like that 
let's say you lived in New York where there's a lot more opportunity and things to photograph, you have yeah. a better chance versus where you are. But I'm sure I'm sure there's some way that you could use it to your benefit, but oh, what yeah. that is, who knows. Well, my favorite type of photography is like cold neon lights in the city. Like, yeah. Like uh, uh, Japan or Korea, some Chinese, t- you know, cities. I that's yep. my favorite style, especially when it's like rainy or foggy. But here I've somehow managed to capture a couple of those sites that I really liked. And so, you know, I, you know, I've made up for that lack of something. You find your own version of that where you are. But it's still, it's, you know, I still want to leave. Like I follow artists on Instagram who are like, who do nothing but cityscape neon light photography in the rain. It's awesome. I love it. Yep. So then again, that becomes, you know, more crowded. So to, to make it big in photography, you have to like, it's almost like social, you know, it's like networking. You have to know somebody to like get you into an interview. That's right. Like in Moscow, there was an art exhibit of, it was like BLM protesters. um, It was at an art gallery in Moscow. And, uh, I was kind of surprised considering the state. Mm -hmm. And so, but the city is more liberal and conservative, I would say. Anyways, uh, I don't know. It was interesting that they got, that they put that there despite everything already happening, right? Yep. Kind of just... Kind of just to show that, like, no matter where you are, anything can happen kind of deal? Well, I walked in, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I wonder what they've taken pictures of. And then I saw that it was a bunch of protesting, and I was like, this is... It's been said and done. Mm -hmm. Like, not, not in a bad way of, like, obviously there's still issues, but, like, you know, like what? What more is there to photograph about that or just like, yeah. Yeah. People are rioting. Yeah, we've seen it. People are protesting. We've seen it. You know, people are still struggling. We've seen it. People are happy. We've seen it. Yes. And like people sitting in like a storefront with like cigarettes and like a vape or something. And it's like, yeah, I I see that in town. Yeah, I see that every day, dude. It's like, well, the thing then is, Oh, it's because it's a BLM protester that it's suddenly now this artistic centerpiece, and it's like, uh, yeah, but it's it's you know just a different message. It's the same, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like yeah, it's a protester. It's just a different message. Yeah, yeah. You like you have like climate activists. That's another example of protesting. You know, like it just mm-hmm. puts on a different shirt. Yeah, yeah, same and, person, different outfit. Yep. Yeah, and that can apply to everything. Like, I don't know why I thought of cars, but cars are a good example. There's huge car photography um, subculture. You can, you know, plenty of different cars to take pictures of, but everyone's already done that, so. Mm -hmm. Well, then I think it's what... The thing with that is, like, my coworker, he, uh, he, we had a car show here in town. Maybe not a car show, but we had a parade. And he went out and he took these really nice pictures. 
Mm -hmm. I think the argument for that to be like, well, it's not just any guy standing outside of a gas station. Anyways, it's the individual themselves that makes them quirky. And like, I don't, you can go to Las Vegas and see the same exact thing. So for anybody who's arguing, like, it's so different and individualized creativity. It's like, yeah, but. I've seen a man walk on stilts with swords in his hands walking down Las Vegas. I didn't stop to take Mm -hmm. a picture. Like, there's no message. He's not trying to, you know. And a lot of the times, I feel like it's just these people living their everyday lives. Like, there's a man in a wheelchair on the side of the street. That's just poor, unfortunate circumstances. He's not saying anything. That's, yeah, just his life. Yeah. I don't know. Art is very, what is it, subjective? Subjective, yes. Everybody can live their truth. I'm not trying to like put anybody down. Yeah, I'm like this. How does this relate to our podcast? Because we just talked about how nothing's nothing's unique anymore, it seems. So why do we have our podcast? But I think think the way we viewed it just now is kind of, I don't want to say pessimistic, but it's kind of like reality. I, kind I don't of, know. Like, it would be nice if there was a big eye opener somewhere. Yes. Something. I don't want it to be like bad or negative, just an eye opener of some sort to be like break away from the mold. What was that old 90s commercial that was remade for some reason? I can tell you. But like, even in just in that, think of fashion, a ton of old styles are coming back. Yeah. Like, I love sneakers plain white t-shirts and flannels like that's one of my favorite styles but at the same time it's like yeah we can do better Mm -hmm. but then you see all these ridiculous fashion runway shows of just just trash my dress is upside down and i'm wearing it as if the frilly parts are my you know are up around my neck and wow you look like a slice of pizza congratulations it's like that's, this is ridiculous. What are we doing with our time? It's the balance of doing what you want or like exploring the your passions, but also I feel like not overdoing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that can get taken into, you know, what is anybody doing? Because we have real issues to solve. Like, It's true. The biggest issue that I fear that we'll have in the future is like fresh water or any type of water. Oh, yeah. Like ocean acidification or something yeah like yeah well that too but like fresh water of like you know the earth is what 75 percent water 80 something give or take yeah yeah i I can't remember the statistic anyways all of that water is like i would say 90 percent of that statistic is like undrinkable right i think it's more yeah yeah so basically Think of like think of the aquifer that we have in our state, right? We're lucky enough to have that. It's not unlimited. Yeah. There will be a time when it runs out. When will that be? I was just thinking about that with gas, like fossil fuels. Like think yeah. of every, every every day, like probably billions of people stop and get gas every day throughout the world. Yeah, when doubt it's it. It's not unlimited. That's true. You can't just find a bone and smash it together to get the carbon. And like, this is your fuel. You can't just, you know, that it's finite. There's no unlimited thing. Nothing it's is unlimited. True. 
It's true. Yeah, I think about that sometimes. It's like, what if tomorrow they just ran out of gas? Like, yeah, think of the, like think what of the would happen? Right at the very beginning, think of the pipeline. We don't have gas, and now we're suffering for it because we're cold. It's cold. Somebody dug. That's you know, I don't know what the measurement of gas is. Cubic, just you know, yeah, cubic wh- whatever. In the airspace, whatever, right? Like that could never be fixed and that pipeline runs out and then all yeah what are you gonna do cities have no gas restaurants are shutting down homes are freezing and that's how panic ensues because the moments you hear that something you rely on gets shut off or shut down or destroyed you start getting desperate Mm -hmm. and that can take many forms i think of covid and the toilet paper or just like or just like food it's it's um there's this i always hear this stat i don't know if it's real or not i think it i'm pretty sure it is um if semi trucks were to stop their operations within 48 to 72 hours like food would start to run out on store shelves yeah like it's it's pretty crazy how fast we can just go from okay to not Mm -hmm. and that yeah be prepared have food at home, buy a gun, do what you need well, to. Justin was saying that, but uh, Cade, his uh, his partner works at Home Depot, or not Home Depot, Costco, right? Yeah. And he told me that uh, Costco was running at, like, this was probably at, like, I don't know, 4 o'clock maybe. I had just gotten off work. Oh, was this no, recently? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Oh, okay. It work, or it was the day before. I don't remember. Any, uh, whatever it was, he told me that Costco was already out of space heaters. Wow, so many, really? So many homes in this town are old. They've been built in like the like this house that we live in was built in like the sixties. So they don't really have proper like heating. They don't. They're all run on gas. We're lucky enough to have an electric water heater. Wow. I know, like a couple of my friends, they're like, yeah, our house is freezing because our furnaces run on gas our yep. water system is run on gas so we have to take cold showers jeez and so it's it's crazy how much this affects and that's just a simple pipeline yeah that's you know, what tripped. one pipeline yeah one pipeline it's affecting like five that's, cities that's so think crazy. of when the water runs out right yeah we're screwed yeah we have no solution for that right now like what would you do if right now you stopped getting water to your house. I'm going to grandma and grandpa's because <laughs> yep. they have all of that water stock. Hey, yeah, that's why it's and important to have a, a well. Yeah, have a well. Like, be prepared. Now we're not talking about yep. doomsday preparation. You know, don't your parents have a well as well. Yeah, a well as well. <laughs> a well as well. Yeah, they have that food storage. Just yep. emergency I think it's kits. To be prepared, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, don't go all crazy. Let me go buy a five million dollar bunker out in the middle Maybe of North Dakota. Yeah. It can last two weeks on power. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not long term. All right. Oh, okay, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, be prepared. It, I was talking to Justin about this, or uh, everybody yesterday, right? Everybody was done playing games or what? Stairs. And I was like, think of it. Gramps built a house made of stone. He probably had no heat except a gas line and to like a fireplace with actual wood. Like, yeah. This yeah. is nothing to hit my bet. Oh, yeah. He's just like, yeah, let me just throw some uh, wood pellets in. 
throw some extra, not even wood pellets. Like his first house he ever built was in Utah. And it was a stone house. Oh, oh, okay. Not his current one. No, back in like the 60s or something like that. Oh, okay. So he already had like, there was, you know, nothing really. He probably was just like, oh, you're cold? Put on a jacket. Yeah, still cold? Put another one. Yeah. Grab a blanket. I don't need to That's turn what... on no heating. Yeah. Well, th- even think about how I grew up. Like I grew up in the trailer, right? Yeah. We never, my, you know, my dad never paid the bill, really. He tried to, but we you just built just... a little more blankets. We had a space heater constantly running. Didn't yep. Yep. This doesn't bother me. Now it does because it's lavish living. I know. You, my, you get desensitized to it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But then it's kind of like, oh, well, I, I'm not cold at night. I have, I have two blankets on me. Not even yep. two. I have my top sheet and my comforter. That's it. That's all I need. Yeah. I mean, we don't have much. We have a, we have a heating system in our apartment, but we hardly use it because just like you, we just put on an extra layer if we need to. Yeah. We turn it so, on maybe if we need the cats to stay warm because I don't want them to suffer but that's it yeah i just put on a hoodie or something that reminds me in a full i'm in like a full coat right now yeah it reminds me of when we would um be out in the in the garage with the little space heater playing guitar hero yeah on the couch ah such good memories too good yeah the planet's destroying itself we'll always think about the good memories hey it's important to this is this is the uh, the lesson to be learned from this podcast episode is one, to be prepared, two, look on the bright side of things, but be realistic in your expectations, whether it's the end of the world or pursuing a new passion of yours. And there yeah, we are. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Just let that settle in. Yeah. Well, Jacob, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, yeah, Anything? call before you dig. <laughs> yeah, call so before you, you dig. Yeah. For, don't drink and the, drive. 411, right? Yeah, don't I drink and drive. I think it's 411. Who's the, uh, who's the comedian that always says, tip your waitress? Oh, couldn't tell you. I, I don't tip. <laughs> I take the money. I don't pay. I walk. <laughs> they pay me, yeah. I walk into the restaurant, I make my own meal so I don't have to pay. <laughs> yeah. Get me a grilled cheese. Thank you. That's right. Call 411, tip your waitress. And what was the other thing? I forgot. Don't don't drink and drive. Oh, yeah. And rate this podcast five stars. Ah, yes. Ah, that, yes. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Does it only go up to five? Well, for now. Oh, I've been talking to the, uh, the podcast CEO. He's going he's gonna to increase it for us. <laughs> just... Yeah, just podcast CEO, just of all podcasts. Crazy title, yeah, Mister Podcast, that's his name. It's like YouTube, how they have that, how they have people like review. Yeah, podcast. Some dude just sits and listens to podcasts all day. Darn, what a what a hard job. I bet Spotify does have something like that. But I'm sure yeah, they do. Think about like AI. You could have like set parameters of like they can't use these phrases or these words well i'm sure we violated that this episode yeah i was gonna say like that violates probably constitutional rights of free speech (laughs) yeah oh well yeah who cares that's that's another topic for another time that's right that'll be next next week's episode yeah all right on that though it could be anything 
You're, yeah, you're right. And they don't tell you what. Exactly. Okay. Well, with that being said, once again, everyone, please feel free to rate this. I almost said stream podcast five stars like it if you're on youtube or whatever platform you're on do you want to take a quick second jake and i want to thank everyone for tuning in for last week's episode we enjoyed it we're slowly getting better at what we do we've had we had a new international listener in germany so shout out to them plenty of people elsewhere i know plenty of people elsewhere listening thank you again for listening jacob any last words yes thank you Wow. Public broadcasting station. Viewers like you. Yeah. Old. Yeah. Uh, Contributions, viewers like you. Thank you. Something like that. Yeah. All right. Well, that being said, thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.